the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is Mortgage Matters with Misha, your source for real estate market updates and strategies and answers to your real estate lending questions. Now, to provide you with insight and help you navigate the constantly changing world of real estate lending, here's your host, financial services expert, Misha Dimitruk. Good afternoon, Bay Area. Misha Dimitruk, NMLS 694427 branch manager and senior loan originator with Essex Mortgage here to bring you on a weekly basis what I hope is informative news and information that you can use in how to structure your real estate financing goals. If this is your first show, welcome. If you are a repeat listener, thank you. The opportunity to be a voice within the community and to share with you what your peers and neighbors are saying is something that I find a lot of joy in because it really helps spread the right information and generate buzz about topics that maybe have misinformation or people have fear around. And that is the sole foundation of educating people, in my opinion, is to take the fear out of things, knowing what's important, knowing the facts, knowing how to accomplish something makes it less scary. And when you have a plan, you know what to do next. If you have a trusted ally in the process, you know you can ask someone if you run into something that maybe didn't go as planned or if you just need to re-strategize. Lots of things are happening in the market all at the same time and somewhat continuously in real estate lending. Just like the economy is always in flux, real estate lending is always in flux. And so we're here at Essex Mortgage to help you make sure that you have someone who has their finger on the pulse of what's changing and what's improving here in real estate finance. Now, last week's show, the challenge was speaking to reverse mortgage and those who could benefit from having a reverse mortgage. Now, a reverse mortgage is a mortgage associated with your property where no payment is made for the life of the person occupying the property so long as they maintain that as their primary residence. Um, Now, that is available for people 55 and older. There are different interest rates for 55 to 62. 62 years old is where the, the best or say sweet spot of interest rates are found, but it is available all the way down to the age of 55. This conversation always spawns some very interesting phone calls because there's a lot of feelings associated with reverse mortgage because it's absolutely a different type of debt that generationally, some people are just very, very uncomfortable with. I had a great conversation with Nina, whose kids encouraged her to sell her property. It's too big. It has too much maintenance. You know, they don't want to see her working so hard and getting up and down the stairs, uh, cleaning as much as she does, landscaping, even though she said she really enjoys the garden. I'm still waiting for that picture there, Nina. Um, But she didn't know that she could do a reverse mortgage purchase. She has a few children. One of them had offered to co-sign on a loan for her and help her get into another house. 
but she was concerned about it getting really complicated about the equity that she would be bringing from the other house, the house she's in now when she sold it, and how that would play into the person who helped her get the new house and how she would have to you know, figure out percentages of ownership and, and how to divvy up the inheritance, so to speak. And she said it just got too complicated for her too fast. And she didn't want to show favoritism. She wants to treat all of her children equally when it comes to whatever her estate is when she passes. And so the concept for her of a reverse mortgage purchase allows her the luxury, she said, she used that word, to downsize and buy another home with no mortgage payment. Her taxes and insurance would still need to be paid. The home's maintenance would still need to be done, but on a scale that she feels she could manage if she picked the right property. And so it was a very freeing conversation for her. She felt very relieved because she didn't want her children to worry about her financially. She didn't want them to worry that she could hurt herself trying to maintain the property herself. She's a very independent woman. And so the ability for her to sell her house in this market, make a good profit, and purchase something that she wouldn't have a mortgage payment on was absolutely an alleviating thought for her and allowed her to consider she has children in the area and out of the area, having that cash flexibility still to be able to visit and be the type of grandparent that she really wants to be. So Nina was thrilled with the concept of reverse mortgage purchase, and uh, I hope we have her in contract here very soon. Now, Roberto called because he was calling about his parents. He finds them saving in ways that he feels diminishes their lifestyle. He said they're very much depression era thinkers. They reuse and reuse. They have, well, their house, he said their house is very clean and it's not in disrepair. There are things that he thinks they should be doing to help improve the situation. They need new windows. They need new insulation. They need updated appliances so that they can lower their energy costs. They won't take money from him in order to do these things. And he wants them to do something that they can feel good about. He's an only child. And he said, I'm, I'm happy for them to leverage the equity in their property so that they can be well taken care of. So they're not living a less than life sitting on a huge asset that does nothing for them in their lifetime. And so we had a great conversation about how he can present this topic to his parents as something that they can do for themselves, affords them the concept of managing it themselves. This is their equity and it would be their debt that they don't have to make a payment on. They would continue to pay their taxes and insurance and they would continue to maintain the property, but have the ability to improve it as they have over many, many years. And it's only just been over the last few years. And particularly, he said this last year, while they are seeing the cost of everything coming up, that they've been very concerned about saving and preserving the cash that they do have and really coveting their limited income. And so that these two situations really present to me a very, very good example of what people are thinking and feeling in the marketplace. And Roberto's feeling on the matter was so genuine that he really just wanted his parents to feel comfortable about taking care of themselves and that that was something that he thought they, they would feel good about. And so he wanted to get more information. So I'm looking forward to having a joint call with Roberto and his parents next week. But this is why I present these types of topics, because it's not just about you. And oftentimes for parents and for senior citizens, they're, they're thinking about how hard they worked in order to pay off the mortgage if they've paid it off or pay down the house or take care of the home in order to pass that on to their heirs or the next generation. And we want them to have 
a really good feeling about the financial moves that they make, that it's good for them, that it's good for the heirs and good for the house. The house is a total entity in a relationship and taking care of it definitely makes an important piece of the financial puzzle come together. So if you or a loved one are in the position where you're looking at your future and you're looking at either retirement or a, a, an active retirement and a longevity of life with time and opportunity to enjoy and the funds that you need in order to not be stressed about your living situation, please give me a call, 831-435-0385. My email, Misha, M-E-S-H-A at EssexMortgage.com. You can find me on Facebook or LinkedIn, and we can have a conversation about whether it's you or a family member, how to have those conversations and get all of that information out on the table so that it's comfortable for everyone. And sometimes there will be a level of uncomfortability. And uh, sometimes children talking to parents about financing is uncomfortable. Sometimes parents who have made decisions about what they want to do with their finances is uncomfortable for them to talk to their children about. And so we have some, some tips and some strategies on how to share on that and make everyone see the best opportunity out there. All right, in the mortgage term update for today, I wanted to talk with you about bridge loans. Now, bridge loans are temporary financing, uh, usually used to offset cash from a sale of a property or to leverage a property that is not even potentially even being sold. Leverage the equity there in order to make another acquisition or to use those funds in another property purchase. Uh, bridge loans used to be considered somewhat expensive in that the interest rate is generally higher. There are typically points charges associated with getting those, but there's no prepayment penalty. So there's no issue in paying off that loan quickly. It's meant to be a, a bridge, a gap between two different things, one that you might or might not be selling and one that you need to acquire. And it offers a ton of flexibility for people, particularly in this type of a market where they want to make sure that they have somewhere to go. Now, we have been seeing sort of a rash of people utilizing bridge loans that are leveraged to say a parent's property rather than them receiving a gift. And then the objective would be to turn around and once acquiring the property, refinance out of that bridge loan, pay off the lien associated with the property that belonged to the parents, and then the parent's house is no longer leveraged and uh, secure new financing on the house that it was used to acquire with. But sometimes what we're running into is that people are not being shown how to get into and out of that particular bridge loan situation. And they're, they're not, they don't have that loan in place when they go in to close with the bridge loan. And that can be detrimental. If you don't know how you're going to get out of something, you need to ask those questions. In all of the work I do with my clients, we always talk about the exit strategy. And even if this is a first time home buyer, here are the things to take into consideration when you are going to sell this property. And we want them to be aware of it. We want them to understand what the next step might be and what some of those things that they need to be really, really cautious about. So if you're looking at financing that is not just single step, but multi-step, please make sure that you have all the steps of your financing laid out in front of you and you know that you can achieve them. If not, give me a call 831-435-0385 and I will help you get yourself in the right position 
to, for success and to achieve all of these goals without the necessary, without the unnecessary frustration of running into a challenge that you didn't even know about because you're not the expert here. Speaking of experts, it appears we have Mr. Daniel on the line. Daniel, how are you today? Well, we'll circle back to Daniel in another minute. Uh, Daniel's coming aboard to talk with us about some listings in the market and some market changes. But in the meanwhile, I wanted to address a topic that a lot of people have been bringing to my attention. And they're saying, you know, the market's just going to come to a halt. The market will not continue. It, you know, people are just going to stop doing everything. And I would like to assure all of our listeners, the market will not come to a halt. The world marches on. And to take heart that people will still buy and sell properties. People will still downsize and expand into larger properties. People will continue to make real estate financing moves and real estate moves in general, no matter what the situation is in the economy. We are not in such a dire position that it has crippled the economy in full. And it really is just a shift. And in that shift, in all shifts, there's a negative aspect, and we'll call that the rising of interest rates, but also a positive or the silver lining here. The silver lining is that presently there's a good amount of inventory out there in the market for people to choose from. It's no longer one home and you and 45 of your closest buddies are out there vying to get it into contract. It is the options for buyers that's so, so wonderful for them right now. They can go out and choose from multiple properties and not have the insane competition that they maybe had last year or the year before. So if you're a buyer in the market, definitely take a step and look at what's out there. Check your financing first. We're going to come back in a moment and we're going to talk specifically to buyers and how the time for you to strike is now. This is Mortgage Matters with Misha. We'll be back in just a moment. This is Mortgage Matters with Misha with financial services expert, Misha Dimitruk. All right, Bay Area. I think we actually have Daniel on the line with us this time. Daniel, are you here? I'm here, Misha. How you doing? Uh, I'm doing great, Daniel. Thank you for joining us. Sorry about that last connection there. Daniel, remind our listeners who you are and what it is you do. Yes, my name is Daniel Ebrahimi, and I'm with Coldwell Banker Realty. And I am a real estate agent for the last 15 years, helping people buy and sell property every day, 365. Fantastic. Now, Daniel, tell us, what do you have for active listings right now? What I have is a really cute uh, Belmont house um, in the flats of the Homeview Sterling Downs neighborhood. It is a three-bedroom, one-bath, 1,200-square-foot home on a 5,000-square-feet lot with the best schools. Nesbitt Elementary, Central Middle School, and uh, Carlmont High, you know, 9 and 10 out of 10 rating. And uh, we're listed at a million seven forty-eight with a one-car garage, Misha. Wonderful. Now, are you planning an open house on that property? We have actually had a few open houses on the property, and my owners have moved back into the home for now, and we're doing appointment only. But I can very easy to show just with a 24-hour notice. Wonderful. Okay, great. Well, that's yeah. great. Now, and then Daniel. I will have a, uh, yes. Oh, no, go ahead. Sorry, I, I was going to say, I know you have another one that's coming. 
Yes, I have one coming in San Carlos in the heart of the White Oaks neighborhood. It's got three bedroom, two bath, 1,750 square feet, corner lot, and we're going to go on the market for 18995. And um, yeah, great, really clean house with amazing schools as well. Fantastic. And you'll be back to plug that one and let us know when you're doing an open house when that one comes live, correct? Yes. In the next two weeks, that'll be open house. uh, It's coming live uh, first thing next week. Wonderful. Daniel, as always, thank you for bringing us what's going on in the market. Please remind everyone how to get in touch with you. Yes, my cell phone, Misha, is the best. It's 408 761 2883. Thank you so much, Daniel. We look forward to having you again next week. Thank you, Misha. All right. So as you listeners can hear, we are continuing to bring you that the market keeps going. We were just talking about this. It is going to continue to move on and move forward. And new properties are coming up for sale every single day. It's definitely still a great time to buy. Now, for the buyers out there, Where do you begin? This conversation comes up all the time as people really take a hard look at what's going on in their personal lives, what's going on in the marketplace. And so let's, let's talk about it for buyers. Where do you start? Well, you start with me. You start by getting your credit looked at, get an application in, have your credit reviewed, not just to understand what your credit score is, but how your credit history impacts your buying power. You get to put your paperwork together. That's generally pay stubs, 30 days of pay stubs, two years of tax returns, and two months of bank statements. Prepare those so that you can provide those over and have them reviewed. Oftentimes people are very hesitant to provide that information because it feels so personal. And that's true, it absolutely is personal. These are documents you don't share with your best friends, but it's an integral part of the process so that we can look and see What's the qualifying income? We can ask questions if need be, and we can take a look at the assets that you're bringing to the table. Are there large deposits? Do you have money coming in from other sources? Um, You know, when it comes to your pay stubs, do you have overtime? Do you have bonus? Do you have commission? Do you know how those things come into play when qualifying for a home loan? That is what is done through the formal pre-approval process. Once you have had your documentation reviewed, you will generally get a budget or your buying power relayed to you. And then it's really important to understand that the budget that you have for buying is what you qualify for. And then you have to have a hard look at your actual budget at home to make sure that paying that amount for your top tiered purchase power is something that would be comfortable for you. I encourage all of my buyers more potential or future buyers to begin living as if they're making that payment now. Once you've been pre-approved for a price and that's your maximum price, set that money aside, begin paying that and take your rent out of it and set it aside and feel how that feels to live that way. And without diminishing your lifestyle in ridiculous ways, without putting things on credit cards and without setting yourself up for future failure. It's really a the trying on size. And that's the best opportunity that you have before that becomes a requirement of your monthly payment. And so if that feels good and everything works there, then you know you're in that spot that is going to help you achieve success. And if it's 
restrictive, if you find that in order to make that happen without leveraging additional debt, um, that you're miserable, then you have to scale it back a little bit because it is very personal. The loan qualification process doesn't take every aspect of your financial need into consideration. It's only looking at a specific criteria for qualifying. If you have dietary needs that require additional funding, if you have um, you know, exercise needs, whether it's a yoga membership or whether you have a, a subscription to a certain service, whether it's a housekeeper or whether it's a monthly massage, whatever these things are that you need to have in order to feel whole in your life and feel like you're living your best life and giving to yourself so that you can continue to go out and work hard to manage these expenses, those need to be taken into consideration. And it's really important to try that payment on for size. Once you have that payment dialed in, you meet with your realtor and you go out and interview them, not just one, but you can interview multiples of them, create a connection with them, make sure they are listening to you and that they are understanding what it is you're relaying. And then you get to go out shopping and put in an offer and capture that home and begin living that dream that you have been thinking on and planning for. If this sounds like something that you're interested in, give us a call, 831-435-0385. We're going to take a break and we'll be back in a moment. It's Mortgage Matters with Misha. Once again, here's Misha Dimitruk. All right, we are back and we have a great treat for you this afternoon. We have with us Ryder. Ryder, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, Misha. How are you? <laughs> there she is. All right. Thanks, Ryder. I'm so glad to have you on the show. Ryder, please tell everyone who you are and what it is you do. So my name is Ryder Spires. I'm a real estate agent. I work with EXP and I work with the Larson team. Fantastic. Now, Ryder, you have a great listing to tell the listeners about. I do. I have an amazing property currently listed in Boulder Creek. It is a little over 79 acres nestled in the redwoods of Boulder Creek. It has amazing outbuildings, a large metal warehouse, about 2,800 square footage in storage. It is zoned for timber production with two acres being residential. Wonderful. That's a lot of opportunity right here in the backyard. Absolutely. And the views are gorgeous from the back deck. There is a living structure as well. You really have to go see it in person. Oh, that's fantastic. Well, Ryder, if people want to get in touch with you to learn more about this property, how do they do that? You can call me at 831-332-5077. You can also check out the listing at whalebonegulchroad.com. Fantastic. Thanks so much for joining us, Ryder. We look forward to having you back again soon. Thank you, Misha. You guys have a great day. Thanks so much. Bye-bye. Now, that is a tremendous opportunity for a buyer out there in the market. So, so many possibilities. As you can see, ladies and gentlemen, there's a multitude of things that are happening in the very close marketplace and across the country when it comes to real estate. For those people who are interested in migrating out and away from the Bay Area, and this happens every single day, I have conversations with people who are looking to move out and beyond. And whether it's moving out of the Bay Area or out of the state in full, the professionals here at Essex Mortgage can help you. And we enjoy the opportunity to share amongst our professional peers here at the company and refer to people if we're not licensed in that specific state, like I myself am licensed in California and Oregon, but I have associates who here at the company who are licensed in just about every other state in the nation. And so the ability for us to share the information and help our clients 
achieve their success, whether it's here at home where we are now or far, far away, is available to you. So please don't hesitate to reach out and let me know what your plans and your goals are. Oftentimes when I have conversations with people who are looking to leave the area, they feel like they have to find someone there. And how do they get that rapport? How do they build that confidence in an area where they aren't living already? How do they make those contacts? How do they find a realtor? How do they go about all of the processes that if they were here, they would ask their peers, their neighbors, their friends, their previous lender they worked with, a previous realtor that they had enjoyed the business relationship of. And that comes down to professional connections. And that's something that we absolutely have the ability to support you in. Sellers need support in order to be confident that they're putting their property on the market and that they have a strategy to exit. Buyers need support in order to make sure they get their financing taken care of upfront so that they can enjoy the process. Yes, I did say enjoy the process and not be stressed because they did the work on the front side. And as I was speaking before about the benefit of formal pre-approval, that is what we are offering in the formal pre-approval process is understanding that your information has been reviewed. It's not just punching in your numbers or what you think your numbers are into some random website where they spit you out a number and you go out shopping. Formal pre-approval, fully underwritten pre-approval available here at Essex Mortgage is reviewed by an underwriter. An underwriter is the person in the process that is dubbed with the responsibility of making sure that your income and your assets and your application data all align with the supporting documentation. Everything matches and that your application and the documentation meet the rules or guidelines as we call them of the loan. Once that is done, your formal, fully underwritten pre-approval, it says to a seller, I'm already approved. Does your house qualify? It's a very, very strong position and something I want every buyer in the market to feel the benefit of. If you would like to feel that confidence, if you want to understand the benefit of it, I would love to hear from you. 831-435-0385, M-E-S-H-A at EssexMortgage.com, again on Facebook or LinkedIn. We are going to take a break and we're going to come back with this week's challenge. As all of you know, this is my favorite part of the show, not something you want to miss. Back in a few. This is Mortgage Matters with Misha with financial services expert, Misha Dimitruk. All right. So we're doing the weekly challenge a little bit early this week. Um, We have another segment coming up after this that I am looking forward to sharing with you. But the, the challenge for this week is really about credit. And I want to hear from our listeners because this is something that I'm hearing more and more and more of. The conversation is how the the prime lending rate rising is affecting people's credit card interest. And the conversation goes something like this. Well, I I was getting making headway on my credit cards, but now it seems like my minimum payment has gone up and I have to adjust how much more I'm paying in order to chip away at the balance. And I'm explaining to people why that is. And then they go looking at their statement and they say, oh my gosh, I didn't even realize the interest rate on my credit cards had been going up. So understanding how interest rates rising affects you and the various forms of lending that are out there in the market is really key. It's not just if you own a home or if you're looking for a home equity line of credit, but it affects all manner of lending. And so we're finally seeing people really getting an understanding of how that's impacting them on a personal level. 
So uh, the conversation that I'm having with a lot of people and potential buyers and, and current homeowners is really looking at your statements. Now, the world of e-statements and you know electronic documents on the whole, I think has really led people to avoiding reviewing all of the documentation and easily done. You look at it and you say, okay, here's what my balance is, here's what my payment is, and I move on. And whether you pay it in full or you pay the minimum monthly, very few people tell me that they're actually auditing their bank statements and their credit card statements and really checking in on following that interest rate. So I really am encouraging everyone, take a look at your interest rate on your credit card. Understand what is happening with the money that you have borrowed so that you can create strong strategy for how to minimize that debt. Look and see, do you have any 0% interest offers? The ability for you to make that size of payment that you're making now while you're paying interest, if you were applying that to a zero interest offer, you would diminish those balances much, much faster. Now, does that mean opening a new account? Sometimes. Sometimes the credit cards that you have, if you have had a good payment history with them, will offer you those 0% on balance transfers. And that's something that you can definitely take advantage of and offsetting interest, rising interest rate debt with 0% debt for a fixed period of time. Gives you that intense time to be aggressive on paying down that debt by utilizing the same dollars that you're just getting by with right now. Additionally, I want to hear from you about what strategies you are implying or excuse me, implementing in the marketplace to help you get through these times where cash is tight. Are you carrying a balance? Are you minimizing your debt utilization in full? Are you just locking up those credit cards and saying, I'm not doing any of it? Are you still working on strategizing for points and perks on your credit cards? Lots and lots and lots of people are. I had a fantastic uh, conversation with a seller the other day who was talking about needing to reestablish credit. And her fear was that anytime she put a charge on a card was that she was immediately paying interest from that day. And that's, that's not how you're being charged for credit card interest. And so understanding how and when your interest is charged to you and how you can avoid that you can have successful credit history. You can have successful utilization of debt for points and rewards by making one extra step in your payment. And that is go to the grocery store, charge those credit cards for the groceries. Before you get in your car and buckle up your seatbelt to drive away, log into your online banking and make the same amount of payment that you just charged at the store. You won't be charged interest on the credit card, but you will have exercised your debt. And that credit muscle needs to be worked. If you do not use it, you will lose it. And we are seeing people who, because of pandemic and even coming out of pandemic, have not been utilizing debt as much. Maybe they weren't traveling as much. Maybe they weren't making as big of purchases. Whatever the situation was, they were using less debt. And some people stopped using debt altogether and closed out the cards that they had. And even though they had great credit history, they lost their credit score entirely and had to start again, opening new accounts. When you open a, a new account, initially your credit score will show as lower because you have only shown that you know how to borrow. Credit scores are a numeric depiction of your understanding, borrow and repay. You haven't demonstrated the repayment piece of it 
till you have made six on-time payments, effectively seven months after you've opened an account because you don't have a payment due the first month. So it takes time to reestablish credit if you haven't been utilizing it. And sometimes cards will close if you're not using them. Oftentimes retail cards leave themselves open because they want people to use them and there isn't an annual service fee. If you're paying an annual service fee on a card, please be certain that the benefit you get from the card is commiserate with what the cost is for the annual card membership. It's really important. Uh, if you don't like to fly, don't take a card with airline miles. If you're not utilizing those cash rewards, log into your credit card company and find out how you can best spend them. Oftentimes, if you follow their tips on how to use those dollars or those points, you're going to maximize them. It will tell you exactly how to best utilize them, but all of them have the option for you to turn them into some sort of cash opportunity for you. If time is tough and money is hard, that's a great way for you to go in and offset expenses with those rewards. So please, if you have questions, if you need more help understanding what it is that you need to do in order to get to your best credit position, how to maintain that best credit position, or even how to get started getting the right type of credit going for you, give me a call, 831-435-0385. I enjoy the opportunity of doing credit education the right way, rather than finding out someone has had an issue and now we have to help them get back out of that. So please don't be shy letting me know that you're starting from the bottom or if you have a credit challenge, I'm here to help. Again, Misha Dimitrik, Essex Mortgage, 831-435-0385. We'll be right back. It's Mortgage Matters with Misha. Once again, here's Misha Dimitruk. All right. This section of the show, I have earmarked off to talk about a product that was very heavily utilized and then was removed from the marketplace for a few months. It is the no ratio loan. Now, for those of you who are unclear, no ratio means that there's no debt to income ratio. How much money coming in versus how much money going out is in is calculated in this transaction. So meaning there's no income verification. This loan is available for owner occupied properties as well as investment properties. The uh, loan to value it requires a, for an owner-occupied loan, it's going to require 25% down. For non-owner-occupied, it's going to require 35% down. The interest rates on these are incredibly favorable. Previously, we had a no-ratio loan that was owner-occupied that was a 30-year fixed rate. And that loan is the one that, that went away. What we have now is a 5-1 arm fixed for the first five years and adjustable every year thereafter. It does allow for purchases. It does allow for cash outs and there is no in income and no employment verification. It requires 24 months reserves. And uh, that is probably the biggest change in that loan option that came out previously. They were only asking for six months reserves. Now, why would I highlight this type of a product? The reason being, there's a lot of buyers and a lot of homeowners in the marketplace that have unconventional documentation, I will say, or limited documentation of their actual capacity to spend and borrow the money and repay it. And those are what we call uh, alternative buyers. And in those alternative buyers, we want to make sure that they understand that there's, there's a home for their lending needs. 
And there's a huge segment of the lending business and industry that caters to alternative documentation. The no ratio is obviously a very predominant option for people who just want to simplify. Maybe you have multiple corporations and your tax returns are so long it would take a tiny truck to deliver them. Maybe your income is so complicated. Um, I helped a client the other day. They own a gas station, a couple of gas stations, and the subsidies that they get um, create very complicated income in order to calculate. And so they said, this is just easier. The interest rate on these loans is amazing. And so I really want to highlight that these types of loans, these flexible lending options are available still in the marketplace. We still have profit and loss only qualification loans, meaning your tax preparer provides an unaudited profit and loss over the last 12 months. And that is your stream of income qualifying you for the loan. There are bank statement loans. So we can take and isolate the deposits that are brought into a bank account and generate a stream of income to help in qualification. There's a lot of flexibility still out there. And this really speaks to the self-employed and the people whose income documentation may have changed. Maybe you weren't self-employed before and you are now. Maybe you were a W-2 employee and now you're a 1099 contract employee. Maybe it's just a matter of your how you've been paid has shifted because qualifying with overtime, bonus, commission in conventional financing requires that you have typically a 24-month average of those earnings. If those categories have changed for you over the last few years, you may need to have, to have this flexibility in order to ensure that you get the financing that you deserve so that you can achieve the home that you need to fit your lifestyle, your budget, your family size, however that works for you. So. I have heard from many, many clients who walked into their local credit union or their big box bank and walked out feeling very, very defeated because they knew that they were not a traditional buyer, but they didn't know that those big box banks and those local credit unions were not going to have any option for them. And they weren't going to give them any direction when they walked out the door either. So they've left there feeling like, gosh, there, there's nothing for me. That's, that's terrible. And because they feel bad about it, they don't talk about it with other people. Please make sure that your self-employed friends and family understand that there are lending options for them out there and that here at Essex Mortgage, we pride ourselves on helping clients understand how they're going to finance a property and understanding their options. And I said that, yes, with an S, options, as in more than one. There's generally more than one way for someone to finance a property, and we want you to understand the benefits, the ups and downsides of each of those options that are out there and how a mortgage works. So 831-435-0385 is how you get in touch with me. M-E-S-H-A at EssexMortgage.com is my email. And you can always, again, find me on Facebook or LinkedIn. Now, one of the things that I have conversation with, again, people on a very, very regular basis is understanding how their mortgage operates. Mortgages are amortized over a certain period of time. In a 30-year loan, it's amortized over 360 months. Now, interest is not paid the same every single month in a mortgage. Simple interest on, say, an auto loan. You make a payment of $500 a month, and that $500 is split up exactly the same every single month between principal, the amount of money you borrowed in the first place, and paying for the interest to borrow that money in the first place. 
it's different in a mortgage. And oftentimes people will call me and say, I, I feel like I've been making payments on this for so long and my balance hasn't come down. In every closing package, in every loan, there is an amortization schedule and it goes through a detailed payment schedule. Every single payment for the duration of your loan, if it's a 30-year loan, it shows you 360 months of how that payment is broken out, where the money goes in each and every month. Each month, you pay a little bit less towards interest and a little bit more towards principal, even though your monthly payment stays the same. How those funds are allocated is just different every single month. So understanding how your mortgage works and understanding how you can know what's coming or what balance you have is available to you through your closing package. It's a, a usually a sizable stack of papers that people don't really get the time to go through. And um, so I encourage you, if you have questions on your loan, please don't hesitate to reach out to me and ask me where I can find information about my loan or how I can help you better understand the loan that you have. This show will rebroadcast tomorrow between 6 and 7 and Sundays from 3 to 4. But if you need personalized information, don't hesitate to call. Thanks, Bay Area. It's been great being with you. I look forward to next week. Stay well and healthy. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.